coming. You know, I was like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 74 of the Top Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to hop right on into it. We got Fight for the Fallen Breakdown. We got WWE Extreme Rules Breakdown. We're going to hop right on into it. We got Best Thing, Funniest Thing this week. No number one spot. We're going to hop right on into that as well. Feel free. You can find me at linktr.ee slash 2 That's where all my listings are for this podcast. I say it every week. Periscope, YouTube, iTunes. The list goes on and on and on. Twitter, at 2 as well. So we're going to hop into Best Thing, Funniest Thing. The Best Thing of the Week. Impact Wrestling Slammiversary, what a pay-per-view it was. I had some up and down moments, but for the most part, it was very good. A very enjoyable pay-per-view. Headlined by Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan in what was a very physical match. A fantastic match that put Tessa Blanchard over very well, even though she did not get the victory. I like that. That that left it open for a rematch down the line. Sammy Callahan picked up the victory there, but it was a phenomenal pay-per-view. Brian Cage and Michael Elgin had a Haas battle. I enjoyed that as well. Phenomenal pay-per-view. The funniest thing of the week. Look, it can only be but one thing, and I'm about to take it away right here. Mike Rome voice, like, he, he, he passed the kidney stone right there, man. Like, what happened to Mike Rome, man? Just fell apart Monday night. That was the best part of Monday Night Raw. But we're going to hop into this thing right now. We got a few news bites, three news bites from this week. And we're hopping right on into Fight for the Fallen and AEW Extreme, uh, excuse me, WWE Extreme Rules. So, first bit of news Kevin Owens, man, Stone Cold Kevin Owens got into it with Dolph Ziggler at the beginning of SmackDown and grabbed the mic and just unleashed on Shane McMahon. I loved every bit of it. Seemed like it was 100% unison. We all loved it, and we all agreed, and it seems like they're back on a run, face run with Kevin Owens, and I could not be any more happier because the dude is entertaining and what it is, is we have a, seems like they're trying to go down another road, a Steve Austin road again with somebody else. But in this case, Kevin Owens can make it work because I look back at Steve Austin, man. We look at back at all of his great accolades, all of his great qualities. But one of his top things back in the 90s is that once he really picked up steam, he made things fun and funny. And Kevin Owens can do that, man. He has the funny gene in him, legitimately funny, not the WWE funny that we see nowadays. But he can make it fun. He can make it funny. He has a legit gripe with Shane McMahon, just so long as this doesn't lead to a Kevin Owens-Shane McMahon match. I do not want to see that. But he can continue to go around taking out people. And just in that small promo alone, those two, three minutes, it's like Kevin Owens is the hottest thing going on SmackDown in my estimation. I want to see what he does next. 
gave the stunner to Shane McMahon to close the show. And I am very interested to see where this character goes down the line. In fact, I think Kevin Owens, once Kofi Kingston loses the title to whoever, whatever heel he loses it to, and once they have a back and forth feud there, the heel maintains the title, I believe Kevin Owens should be the next guy in line. I don't know for what pay-per-view it is, but Kevin Owens should be a future champion very, very soon, and I am very much looking forward to where his character goes on from here. Stone Cold Kevin Owens it should be a fantastic time. I cannot wait to go on the thrill ride. So moving on to another story, uh, Sasha Banks is back in the news, ladies and gentlemen. And we got people wondering if we're going to see the return of the boss. And it came from various outlets, but Dave Meltzer he commented that Sasha Banks met up with Vince McMahon on May 23rd. And he said that the relationship uh, is or could be better and that or is better, excuse me. And it said that she could be back with the company this summer. However, nothing is official at this point. So this is very interesting. And I'm ready to see Sasha Banks make a big return. And to be honest, like I've said, I said this weeks and weeks ago, when she does return, they just need to have her come through the crowd and grab a mic and just air dirty laundry. Just put it out there. Just let her have a work shoot promo, much like Paul Heyman cut a work shoot promo on Vince McMahon back then. I think that was 2003 that Paul Heyman cut that fantastic promo. You can look it up on on YouTube, just type in Paul Heyman work shoot. It is phenomenal. Let Sasha Banks cut one of those promos about how she's been held down and how she's sick of it and how she's back to take over. That would get her over instantly. Bring back it doesn't necessarily have to be heal Sasha Banks, even though I would love that. I would be for that. Uh, but tween and Sasha Banks would work as well. Uh, she has been training in Japan. And, you know, people are speculating. You know, Bailey has the two-on-one match coming at Extreme Rules. People are saying, well, that's the perfect spot for Sasha Banks to come back. And you're not entirely wrong on that. People are not entirely wrong on that. But I do not want to see Sasha Banks come back as the lovable uh, Sasha Banks with the hugging Bailey again, being friends with Bailey again. I don't want to see that. However, I would love if they're not going to have her come back in the way that I say that she should come back. They could have her show up at Extreme Rules and rag tag Bailey and beat her down. We could start a feud right then and there. That would be phenomenal. Sasha Banks reports out there, whispers out there, people talking about it. We'll see how it all goes down. So to the last story of the day before we hop into pay-per-view breakdowns LAX man LAX and Johnny Impact it is rumored that they are both out in Impact and I gotta say that man LAX is a art it's reportedly out there that they're out it would be a huge loss man for Impact if LAX were to go out the door I say a lot of times people leave wrestling companies to know the beat rolls on and that's been the case for Impact a lot of people has left but the beat rolls on in my estimation. What we have here, man, is a huge loss. You look at guys that just cannot get away from impact in my estimation. Uh, Brian Cage, Tessa Blanchard, LAX. You cannot let those three or those four get away 
and it would be a huge loss at impact obviously has a decent enough tag team division the beat will roll on but it won't be the same without lax i love those guys ortiz and santana santana's athleticism athleticism is totally underrated i've been saying that for what feels like years now but it'll be interesting to see where they land up uh i would not want them to be in wwe because i have like my hesitancy about how WWE would treat them as a tag team. AEW would be a nice spot because they seem uh, just bent on making tag team wrestling great. And I would love to see that. Obviously, I would love to see them stay in impact. But I am all for the wrestlers getting as much money as they can because they put their bodies on the line for it. So wherever they choose, I will continue to support those guys because they are phenomenal wrestlers. We'll see what happens with Johnny Impact as well. He has been a phenomenal, has transformed himself into a phenomenal wrestler and would be a great get with any company. I would love for him to I see him stay with Impact. We'll see how it all transpires going forward. I would love to see LAX come back with Impact as well, even though they have reportedly have deals on the table from AEW and WWE. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to hop into WWE Extreme Rules. And I gotta say that, like I've been saying, there's not much, there hasn't been much excitement about this pay-per-view. There are some things here and there that I'm looking forward to, but there hasn't been a whole lot of excitement. It's not like I'm going into the pay-per-view Sunday and I'm saying, oh man, we got a huge pay-per-view coming this Sunday. I cannot wait. Yes, I can wait. And here's the thing, man. Go ahead and going right into the card. Looking at the main event, we're starting at the very top, and we're going to work our way down from there. Looking at the main event, man, how can you even get interested in this, man? For one, we have Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, and they have been reduced to, I don't want to say nothing, but they have re been reduced to lesser versions of their former selves man i am not into seth rollins anymore i'm not into becky lynch anymore i do not find them interesting together apart the beat slayer and the man i found those two interesting but they have this storyline going this relationship storyline going and it does neither of them any favors they are just not the same and they're opposing baron corbin and Lacey Evans, I have no idea why Lacey Evans is getting another title shot opportunity. She's got taken down and beaten in the middle of the ring clean, I think at least two times. And Baron Corbin, like he has his gripes here and there. So I can understand why he's back in the title race, but I have no interest in him whatsoever. Looking at your winner of the match, winners of the match, excuse me. Obviously, this is another part. Obviously, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch is winning here. Like, this is just a placeholder feud until we get to something else. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch will pick up the victory. But I'm just not interested in this whatsoever. We'll see how it all turns out. Moving on. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Um, now, I wouldn't say that I'm excited for this because I'm not, but... I'm looking forward to it because I know we're going to get a phenomenal matchup. Kofi Kingston and Samoa Joe have had some pretty decent back and forth. Had Kofi Kingston flipping Samoa Joe off. That was a good promo. 
And, like, I think that this will be a phenomenal matchup. Kofi Kingston, smaller guy, can move around some more. Joe, the bigger guy, new age, big guy that can fly around with the, with the smaller guys. So, this will be a phenomenal matchup. At the end of the day, man, this is tough. Because I I do not want Kofi Kingston's reign to end here. But, man, Samoa Joe needs a big win. We do this thing with Samoa Joe. We build him up all these times and gets to the big match. And Samoa Joe loses. So, neither guy can really afford to lose here. But the winner, in my estimation, will be... Kofi Kingston, he will pick up the victory. So moving on, we got The Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. I gotta say, man, look, I love me some Undertaker, and I love seeing him, but this makes no sense whatsoever. It's gonna be a no-holds-barred match, but still, at the end of the day, why is The Undertaker helping Roman Reigns? He never explained why he helped Roman Reigns. He just said that he was here to take souls, and I'm like... For what? Why did you help Roman Reigns? And like, it makes no sense whatsoever, but it is what it is. We have Shane McMahon. Man, I'm so sick of Shane McMahon. Power to Kevin Owens. Power to whoever wrote that promo. Because I'm sick of Shane McMahon. We're all sick of him. He has single-handedly ruined Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, uh, Elias, and The Miz in one fallen swoop. And I have no interest in the guy whatsoever. The winners here will be the Undertaker and Roman Reigns. They have, it makes no sense to have them pick up the loss here. So moving on, we have Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. This is quite the uninteresting matchup. It's like many tell me Nikki Cross is doing all of this. And for Alexa Bliss to get a shot like so if Nikki Cross picks up the victory Alexa Bliss is the champion like I have no interest in this whatsoever Nikki Cross tried to explain that they would be co-champions if if they won this Sunday and uh, so I guess they're gonna free bird the women's title <laughs> so I mean when I look at all of this man Bailey and uh, Nikki Cross I have no interest in none of this whatsoever. The Bailey and, and Nikki Cross back and forth. The Bailey and Alexa, Alexa Bliss back and forth are always terrible. Have traditionally been terrible. But looking at this match, it should be a decent enough match. At the end of the day, Bailey will somehow pick up the victory. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross is gonna screw it up somehow, some way. Maybe Sasha Banks comes back and helps Bailey out. We'll see. Even though I wouldn't like that. But that theory is certainly out there. At the end of the day, Bailey will pick up the victory. She will be your winner. Moving on, we got the Cruiserweight title on the line. Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese. Drew Gulak picked up the huge win. Finally got the Cruiserweight Championship. Picked it up in a three-way. Did not pin Tony Nese. So we have this rematch at hand. It will be one-on-one. -on -one. I cannot imagine them. Having Drew Gulak pick up the victory for the championship and then lose it on the very next pick view. I can't see that happening. So at the end of the day, Drew Gulak will pick up the victory. He will retain the Cruiserweight Championship in what should be a fantastic matchup. So moving on, we're going to keep it moving here. We're keeping it moving. We're keeping it quick. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the line. Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus The New Day versus Heavy Machinery. Uh, this should be a fantastic matchup. I cannot explain to you guys how much I love the fact that Heavy Machinery has gotten over big time with the crowd. I absolutely love it, man. The crowd loves, loves, loves Otis, and I love every bit of it. This should be a phenomenal matchup, man. 
uh, we have three really good tag teams. Heavy Machinery can really move around for their size. I love it. At the end of the day, who picks up the victory here? I would actually love it if Heavy Machinery won the titles here, but... I don't think it's time for Daniel Bryan and Rowan to lose them yet. And I think Daniel Bryan and Rowan will pick up the victory here. So moving on, we got Alistair Black. We found out his mystery opponent. It was Cesaro. I got to say that that was a little bit of a letdown. You know, I was expecting somebody big or somebody dark. And we got Cesaro. And I'm like, eh, okay. But the plus side to it is that it will be a phenomenal matchup. It will be an excellent matchup. At the end of the day, we finally have a situation to where at least it's not Bray Wyatt and Alistair Black to where it was, would be a situation to where nobody could lose. Cesaro can afford to lose here. He will lose here. Alistair Black will pick up the victory, and I hope that this is a feud going forward. Moving on, we have Ricochet versus AJ Styles, the matchup that I'm looking forward to the most here. It should be a phenomenal matchup, no pun intended. Ah, we have a good storyline going here with the club. The club has reformed, but the drawback to all of this is that neither guy can afford to lose here. Ricochet can't afford to lose in, in what would be, I think, his first title defense uh, with as United States champion. For the most part, I'm looking past that match they had on Raw. Uh, he can't afford to lose here. AJ Styles can afford to lose his first match back uh, as the leader of the club. But at the end of the day, I think that they are going to go with Ricochet to pick up the win here. And I think the feud will somehow move on forward. And I expect it to be a phenomenal matchup. Looking toward the next matchup, we have Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley here. Last man standing match. They had a physical matchup on Raw. Went through the stage. And... I gotta say that they have sold me on this matchup. I don't like Bobby Lashley just coming back on Raw and squashing Rey Mysterio, but it is what it is. We have what should be a Haas matchup here, what should be a very physical matchup. Your winner at the end of the day, I expect to be Braun Strowman. Uh, they have what they had a lot invested into Braun Strowman. We'll see how they use him going forward. So moving on to the last matchup of the night, the Revival versus the Usos for the Raw Tech Team Championships. We have finally taken these guys seriously. We aren't feuding over Uzi Hot anymore, thank goodness. So looking at the matchup, it should be a phenomenal matchup, one that I'm very much looking forward to. Ah, at the end of the day, I expect the Revival to retain the championships and I expect a phenomenal matchup, man. It should be a whole lot of fun. We'll see how Extreme Rules turns out. You know, at first, I'll give it a chance because Stumping Grounds. I thought that was going to be a bad pay-per-view. That turned out to be a decent pay-per-view. So, hopefully, Extreme Rules turns out to be a decent pay-per-view as well. We are going to move on to AEW Fight for the Fallen. This should be a decent enough pay-per-view. Is a decent enough card. What I, I wouldn't call a great card, but it is a watchable card. It should be very much fun, and it is for free on the BR Live app. That sucker played really well. Uh, the internet version played really well on my Xbox. If you got an Xbox, if you got a PS4, you just go to the site. It played fantastically on the most recent pay-per-view, and I expect it to play fantastically here as well. So moving on to the card. We got the buy-in, the librarian, Peter Avalon versus Sonny Kiss. Not much build here, but 
Ah, you're a winner. I wouldn't expect the librarian to go over just like Neva Bates didn't go over on the most recent pay-per-view. I expect Sunny Kiss to pick up the victory here. So moving on, we're gonna go to another buy-in match. This should be a phenomenal match. MJF, Sean Spears, Sammy Guevara versus Joey Janela, Darby Allin, and Jimmy Havoc. That team is a strange combination, but it should make for a fantastic match. I hope they give MJF the mic again. Just let the guy completely go off. I would love to see that. But your winners here, I am going to go. Actually, I'm going to go with MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara to pick up the victory. Sean Spears just had a heel turn. So he could use the victory here to not necessarily further his Feud with Cody, but to further his momentum heading into a future match with Cody Rhodes. So moving on, we have Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix versus Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian SCU versus the Lucha Brothers. This is a difficult one to forecast because SCU could pick up the victory as we're going to have that tag team title tournament. Are going forward for AEW, but the Lucha Brothers have yet to pick up a victory in AEW, so they can pick, use a win as well. Uh, at the end of the day, I see the Lucha Brothers picking up the win here in what should be a phenomenal matchup. I would forecast this one to go on first, and it should tear the crowd down. It should be a fantastic matchup. So moving on, we have Kip Sabian versus Adam Hangman Page. This should be a phenomenal matchup. Kip Sabian was watching Hangman Page as he picked up the victory at AEW Fighter Fest. Uh, we have a little bit of build here, but I expect it to be a phenomenal matchup. Hangman Page, the bigger guy versus Kip Sabian, uh, more so the cruiserweight type. And this should make for a phenomenal matchup. A sneaky candidate for match of the night. And at the end of the day, Hangman Page has to maintain his momentum as he heads toward the title match with Chris Jericho at All Out. So Hangman Page will pick up the victory here in what should be a phenomenal matchup. So moving on, we have Brandy Rhodes versus Ali. I'm not expecting a whole lot from this match. I expect it to be very decent. Uh, not what I would call a great uh, matchup heading into the pay-per-view, but who knows? It may surprise everyone. It may surprise me. Uh, at the end of the day, Brandon Rhodes has no business picking up the victory here. Allie needs to maintain her momentum uh, after beating Leva Bates at Fighter Fest. Uh, she should very much pick up the victory here, and she will pick up the victory here. Allie will be your victor here. Next up, we have Kenny Omega versus Shima. This should be a phenomenal matchup. Another sneaky candidate. I don't even know if I could call this a sneaky candidate for match of the night. Just a candidate for match of the night. Kenny Omega picked up the victory at Fighter Fest. And Shima had some fantastic showings at Double or Nothing and at Fighter Fest against Christopher Daniels. I expect another fantastic showing for Shima here. And at the end of the day, Kenny Omega has to get the win here, has to maintain momentum as we head into AEW 
all out and we'll see what the matchup is for him there uh, well the matchup is most assuredly going to be against John Moxley he has to maintain momentum as he heads into that match and what should be the main event as we move on and what will assuredly definitely be the main event we got the Rhodes Brothers versus the Young Bucks we have told a good story here Cody and Dustin they had that knockout drag out fight at double or nothing and we had Cody asking for his big brother and now he will be his teammate as we head into this pay-per-view fight for the Fallen versus the Young Bucks one of the top tag teams in the world not to steal a line from Mike Rome, but what we should have here is a phenomenal matchup. Uh, we have Dustin Rhodes here, and I like the fact that it is a tag match. Dustin Rhodes is not going to have to do a lot of work. It's not going to be a one-on-one -on -one match. He's not going to have to carry the match. He's going to have Cody in there. It's going to have the Young Bucks in there. So we got a lot of young guys It's going to be able to help him out in this match. So what I expect here... Uh, this is the most questionable match of the night as it pertains to result. Does Cody and Dustin get the victory here or will we see the Young Bucks get the victory here? I think who needs it more is the Young Bucks as we head into that tag team title tournament that AEW is going to put on that I'm very sure is going to be a phenomenal tag team tournament. At the end of the day, and I've said at the end of the day a lot of times here, but the Young Bucks will pick up the victory here. They will win, and I'm pretty sure we'll get a nice handshake to close the show. I'm interested to see if we will get some kind of brawl or some kind of fight to close the show. Because we've gotten a brawl at the end of Double or Nothing. We've gotten a brawl at the end of Fighter Fest. Will we see a brawl to close fight for the Fallen? I'm not entirely sure. We shall see. It should be a phenomenal pay-per-view. So that's AEW Fight for the Fallen. That's WWE Extreme Rules Breakdown. Let me know what you guys think. Whether that's on Periscope or on Twitter at to sweet pie or on youtube at omg Corey b let me know all of your wrestling thoughts whether it's on kevin owens sasha banks or these two pay-per-views let me know all of your thoughts